Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to Money FM Weekend Mornings. It is 1010 here on a Saturday morning. This week was Mental Health Day across the world. And in the studio now uh, joining us is Norman Tan, the editor of Esquire, along with Neil Humphreys. And Norman, good morning. Welcome to uh, Money FM. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you uh, you organized a panel discussion on men's health on Thursday night. Uh, Neil, you were part of that panel. Mm. Uh, tell us first, uh, Norman, a, a little bit about you know, why you why you put this panel together and and what it means to you to to be able yeah, to do this. Yeah, for sure. I mean. At Esquire, we always try to spark conversation. I suppose that's our our mission statement. And I've always felt that, especially here in Asia, we don't really talk about mental health. And mental health and men and depression and suicide continues to be a huge problem. I mean, the Samaritans of Singapore said that, reported that last year we had 19 teenage uh, boys commit suicide, which is the highest number ever on record. And out of every 10 suicides um, last year, seven of them were men. So... They're obviously men are going through particular issues and they're not talking about it. So I wanted Esquire to be that platform to really hopefully just broaden the conversation, make it not so taboo to talk about mental health and men in Singapore. It is taboo to talk not only about mental health, but also physical health, too, mm. for, for men, especially especially in Asian countries, isn't it? I suppose so. But like a great takeaway from the panel and what Neil said was that, you know, if someone has a broken arm, like a guy would go fix that and talk to a doctor about sure. his broken arm. But if someone is going through a mental illness, whether whether that's depression or whatever it may be, they feel like they don't want to talk about it because it's equated to a mental weakness. Yeah, mm. yeah. And we found that um, in the panel, we was talking to a, a Dr. Sue, who mm. is at the Institute of Ministry of Health. And he, he, he had a, a number of fascinating takeaways. But what I thought that was addressed quite strongly was we live in a very, very patriarchal society. Some would call it traditional, a filial piety, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. the, the male is the head of the household, the male must provide. It's a very hunter-gatherer kind of, mm. some would say, quite old-fashioned outlook that the man is the head of the table, he must provide, he must be strong. If he's Asian, particularly Chinese, but not just Chinese, but if he's Asian, he, as the head of the household, he must provide, he must be this benchmarks, tough, teak, tough guy. And that puts so much pressure on men in mm. Asian societies, doesn't it? Definitely. And I think, especially in the workplace, because we are, men feel the need to provide, right? And um, with productivity and our focus on always achieving a level of success and status, I think in the workplace, if you want to, if you need to talk about mental health, they feel like they can't do that because will I get fired? Will I not get hired in the first place? So there's all these kind of concerns about not being a good provider, exactly what you said, Neil. And, I th you know, just to answer your point about why we even organise the event with WeWork on Thursday, because WeWork obviously um, caters to a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of startups. Sure. And startups are, uh, are riddled with failure in terms yeah. of what they, ha they have to go through to get their businesses up and running. Good point. So there's a great demographic of people there that are going through a lot of stresses, um, not only in their personal life, but also in their work life. So we thought that was a perfect demographic to uh, speak to about mental health. Yeah. And that's With, a good uh, point. I'm sorry, I was just yeah, going to sure. add to that. Um, what I found interesting about the demographic, you know, you had a certain stereotype in mind, the kind of people that would be at this panel. Uh, and it was a huge crowd, by the way. You know, mm. it was a couple of hundred people. 
But that there was at, at WeWork, which which one? The SunTech. Yeah, the SunTech. Sun yeah, on, the on Tower Thursday Five. Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting was, without stereotyping the guys there, but there were a number of what I would call golden gecko types. You know, the Wall Street. <laughs> you know, breakfasts for wimps. The cliche, go get them. Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah. These kind of guys. And they were the guys who came up to me privately yep. and asked me a few questions about mental health and coping mechanisms. The guys who, like Norman says, entrepreneurial guys, new startups, new companies, because they're under tremendous stresses. Not only do they have the things that we've already talked about, mm. but they have literal financial stresses. They have investors and stakeholders to answer to every day. They literally, metaphorically, and financially cannot fail. But isn't that interesting that they were talking to you on the sidelines, not during, well, yes. <laughs> during the One actual event, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, small, small steps. Uh, in studio with Norman Tan, who is the editor of Esquire, and Neil Humphreys, of course, a new paper columnist, uh, author, humorist. Uh, but the topic we're talking about is not very funny, and that is mental health. And Norman, at, at this uh, panel that you did, now, Mental Health Day is not only for men, obviously, women, you know, women have those types of stresses too. But did, did was was there much female participation in in the panel that you Most had on definitely. Thursday night? Yeah, and, and and how is that is that different for you as uh, as the editor of, of of Esquire to to deal with the women side of it versus the male side of it? Well, I think that mental health is not. I mean, as you say, it's not inherently just a, a male problem, but um, I think men obviously care what women think about them. So we definitely needed to have a woman's point of view. And we had uh, Belinda Lau, who was a counsellor and a doctor in the mental space, but also just the crowd afterwards. We broke out into different workshops. So there was, we did a colouring in workshop because in our current October issue, we have um, particular pages dedicated to therapeutic exercises uh, to help clear your mind by doing creative um, colouring in as well as adult workbook kind of um, games and activities designed with mental health experts. And then we had um, Dr. Alex Sue from Institute of Mental Health doing a, a card game. Um, and in these kind of breakouts, I think that was when, Neil, we had different people approach you. Yeah. And um, a lot of, um, I had one particular lady approach me and talk about her struggle with mental health in a, in a workplace environment. And after she spoke about it mm. um, in a finance environment, um, she lost her job, actually. Yeah. So I found that quite distressing. And it obviously doesn't just affect men. Um, and it, it, we just need to keep talking about it. Uh, a good takeaway from Belinda, um, the female counsellor, was it's not so hard to start a conversation about mental health. You need to just approach your family and friends or your colleagues and just ask them how they're going today. But then pause and then ask them again. Because usually everyone goes, yeah, I'm fine. How are you going? Yeah, doing great today. Uh, pause. Yeah. Give it some time ask them again, and then they kind of realize, actually, this person really wants to know what's going on, and you'd be surprised um, that they'll give you an honest answer. Yeah, I like that, because I actually saw that in real time, because mm. you would say, any questions? And no, we're of all, course not, we're right? all fine. Yeah. Mm. But then 10 or 15 minutes later, one by one would start coming up to me, and as you said, I sat down when we took part in these uh, coloring exercises, and people would be slowly whispering in my ear, you know, that thing you said about the coping with your family, and, mm. and can we talk more about that? And it's so true. It's such a simple thing. In the workplace, anyone listening right now has, is, in a, is in a workplace of some degree, even if they work at home. This idea that you are someone and the knee-jerk reaction is always, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. So the takeaway I got from the experts was that particular person who you clearly feel is maybe not fine, mm. give it 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then see them somewhere else quieter, maybe yep. over by where you get the drinks, having a cup of coffee, or the so-called water cooler or whatever it may be, and ask again, are you sure? 
without being a pest or yeah. without you know pushing it too yeah. much, but just are you sure? Because you don't seem quite your normal self. And she said that in her experience and my personal experience on the on the panel was that second time people do start to slowly open up. And the, the takeaway that I got from the experts was, and your job then is actually not to do anything but the most important thing. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Just listen. Capital, don't dispense, capital L. Right? Don't dispense yeah. with you know cookie cutter wisdom or yeah. just listen and go from there. Yeah. With Neil Humphreys and with uh, Norman Tan in the studio here on weekend mornings. Norman, of course, the editor at Esquire. And, and Norman, I found in recent months, you know, people come up to me and, and, and as Neil just mentioned, you know, how you doing? And, and everybody just generally defaults to, hey, great. But you know what? I've started doing in recent in recent months is saying, you know what? It's actually been a tough couple of months. You know, yeah. business has been business has been rough for. Everybody, honestly, mm. in the past six months or five months or so, um, you know, everyone's feeling, at least people that I know that are business people and a lot of entrepreneurs are feeling pressure. Um, you know, part of it's because of the global, uh, you know, the global slowdown in the economy and what's happening here in Singapore. And, you know, to just be able to say, you know what, it's actually been a rough month or two. And mm. all of a sudden people perk up and they're like, you know what, me too. Yeah. Mm. And all of a sudden there's that ability for a dialogue to begin. Yeah. And it's not that you have to pour out your heart and, and every last detail of, of your, you know, totally. sorry story or whatever it is. Yeah. But but it is a start and it is a it is, you know, a a realistic connection that you can make with people uh, about the fact that, hey, things aren't always great. Yeah. We want we want to believe that we're all wonderful and fine and nothing could be better, but that's not the truth. And it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. We have this weird thing that we must always be uh, striving to achieve different goals and hitting all these different milestones. But it's it's a weird society that we're in where we always have to be achieving something. We can't have a rest period almost, right? Yeah, Which is so point. unnatural. What in nature is constantly growing, mm. um, which I just think is crazy. So, I mean, in our personal life, we need to make sure we look after ourselves. Yeah. And I feel, personally think that mental health is more imper- important than personal, um, physical health, sorry, mm. because... Yeah. Well, and a lot they're finding a lot of mental health is directly related to your physical health too, mm, right? Exactly. Your mental, emotional state can lead to illnesses mm. uh, and and things. Now, coming off the the panel that you did on Thursday for Esquire, what what are some key tips that, for example, that counselor gave or that you have come up with in the magazine, of either recognizing and or coping dealing with mm. um, any kind of mental health, male or female? So, in addition to like just asking people how they're going and. Um, taking pause and asking again. Um, what I got this from Neil, actually, because I used to dispense with cookie-cutter wisdom all the time. Like, are you eating well? Are mm. you sleeping enough? Or are you just exercising? hang in there. Just hang in there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be okay. Right. It'll pass. Just like <laughs> a broken arm. It'll pass. Yeah, like make sure you sleep on time. But, you know, sure. sometimes if you're going through mental um, a tough time, you might not even be able to sleep or wake up on time or just be productive in a workplace. Mm. So just be there to definitely listen. Um, obviously, you're there to, to provide a safe space and not to judge them. And there's a lot of resources available um, from the Samaritans of Singapore to the Institute of Mental Health. So um, make them aware of the resources that are available and um, just make, making sure that when you're, when you're there and you're talking to someone, be present. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're afraid to say the wrong thing. So I think if you, the fact that you've just been there is, is a good, good start. Absolutely. No, I would agree 100% with that. Mm. And the and the key point that I came away with from this panel, listening to all the experts and people in the audience, was we have to try, easier said than done, but we have to try to move away from this idea that it's somehow 
our fault, the mm. individual's fault, that mm. you wake up and you just don't feel right. You don't feel 100%. There can, there can be external factors. There can be you know the whole nature-nurture thing, job issues and so on and so on. But people with real mental health issues and concerns, they can have the best family life, the best job, and still not feel right. And that's nothing wrong with that. This idea that it's a weakness is wrong. And this idea that we should somehow be ashamed, I think that's a big issue because we live in a patriarchal society and one, as Norman alluded to, that is conditioned to constantly be succeeding. Mm -hmm. You've just seen last week the PSLE, I mean, on social media alone, the stress from parents just about PSLE alone. P6 students. They're they're still babies (laughs) to me, but they're they're already being streamlined. They're already being sort of pigeonholed. You're smart, you're dumb, whatever. So the processes that we need to go through and this is something that Dr. Sue from the uh, Institute of Min- uh, Ministry of Mental Health uh, mentioned that because we live in a society where we're not allowed, or at least perceived, not allowed to fail, we have to try to overcome that. And as you mentioned, it's not natural to be constantly growing. There yeah. are pauses. Yeah. There are peaks and troughs. That's the normal sort of strains and stresses of life. Sometimes there are ups and sometimes there are downs. But what's important is not to deny the downs, is to acknowledge that they exist for everybody. I thought you made a great point. You're having a terrible week. I'm having a terrible week. Why be in denial about it? It's it's a part of human existence. Mm. So the first part of the problem is to recognize that there is one. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, my week really sucks. Yeah. And it's not okay, but it's, I mean, it's, okay, it's not okay that my week sucks, but it's okay to talk about it. I'm not a failure because my week sucked. I'm not a failure because I don't feel very good at the moment. Mm, mm. I'm not a failure because I didn't get that contract or I didn't get this or I didn't get that. It happens. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. yeah of course, uh, you mentioned earlier, but Samaritans of Singapore is probably probably one of the best known resources. And mm-hmm. of course, if anyone's having trouble or anyone that they know is having trouble, there's a toll-free number, 800-221-4444. Um, it's perfectly 100% confidential. Yep. Even if you don't know what's what's bothering you, you can just call and say, I don't know. And their operators, their counselors are, you know, are trained to help you kind of figure it out and give further resources. So I would just encourage anybody who's listening who has any sort of, um, you know, any, any level of depression or not just not feeling good about what's going on or know somebody, call the Samaritans, call the Institute of Health. Uh, there are so many, uh, you know, resources out there that are uh, anonymous, that people, you know, you don't have to feel uncomfortable about giving your name and things like that. For sure. Um, in the meantime, Norman Tan, uh, editor of Esquire, thank you so much for coming on uh, Thanks for having Weekend me. Mornings. Neil, of course, great discussion. It sounds like your panel was a, a real success. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.